We watched Big George Foreman. Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, we are so excited to have you. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off, although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know about it. Yes. This is a podcast by... Why are we doing weird things with our voices? This is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. <laughs> you can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday and all the things. You can support the show at patreon.com slash Dropping Sunday. And if you want to just support the merch, you can do that at droppingsunday.com slash merch. Hey, Andrea, how's your heart? It's fantastic. We're just trying to turn me back down. <laughs> Let me turn your volume back that down. Was, that fantastic. was real. Yeah, you're no, we're just being real enthusiastic. Yeah, we today. are. So we're so enthusiastic because I am excited to find out about your Bumble situation. Uh. <laughs> um, so here's what, you know, no, no listener would know this. Why would they? Mm-hmm. Last last Sunday uh, evening, I think, after church. It was after, we, we after all, prayer service. Prayer service. After uh, a long <laughs> an hour hey, of prayer. Hey, hey, by the way, we uh, uh, like really, really with the ice in the cup. Wow, I hate you. Uh, we actually do like uh, do the things that we talk about. Like we go to church and stuff. Like we actually spend time together. Um, we do. And so, uh, so we're after uh, after church, and uh, and Andrea pulls up her phone, and apparently she had gone out with my wife, and uh, they had. Um, I feel just, like I should be telling this story. No, it's okay because <laughs> uh, I don't trust you. And then so uh, there's lots of swiping. It's funny I don't trust you yeah, either. There's a lot of uh, apparently uh, you let other ladies grab your phone. I let some married women who yeah. have never had to worry about online dating That's before. Right. That's right. And have never had to swipe. Yeah. Or never in their words. They never got to swipe. They never got to swipe. They never got to swipe. Did my wife say that? No, actually, I don't know that any of them did. But they're all like, we've never done that before. So I'm like, here. I opened my Bumble and handed over my phone. And just nonstop, nonstop, right, right, right. It may have been the dumbest thing I've ever done, but it was hilarious. Yeah, And then so so she's given me the rundown of this story that happened. And and some of the people that she that she matched with and some some comments. Oh, you know what? That guy messaged me again. No, that guy? Really? The poetry in motion. <laughs> by the way, by the way, she read this thing that said, you are poetry in motion. And her response was, sir, you've never seen me in motion. <laughs> what do you know if I Literally what I said. <laughs> okay. So uh, l- while you're looking for that, I will tell you that I saw this picture and I was like, hey, uh, right off the bat, this is a no. This dude is wearing a tuxedo in his uh, in his profile picture, which means he's only dressed up once nice ever in his life. You start looking at all these other things and, and I start reading everybody's mail, essentially. Like, I, I know what I'm looking at. I, I'm, I'm really good at uh-huh. reading a room. I'm a three. The first thing I do is I find your mask and try to put it on. That's what I do as, a, as an Enneagram three. And so I'm going through. And by the way, I feel like I found a couple couple of good matches for you that did match really well um okay what did uh what did homie say well then i was i was su- i was swiping on someone that super swiped me Ooh, what does a super swipe mean um okay so i'm gonna have to tell you something yeah i never went back and messaged those guys that you matched me with you are the worst person in the world <laughs> I, I don't ever want to hear you be like no i can't listen find somebody listen. okay listen yeah, yeah. To listen, me. listen 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 to l- me. listen swiping is the easiest part M- matching with people i've matched with hundreds oh wow weird brag bro (laughs) but you know what what 
literally 50%, 50 to 75% have unmatched with me. Because you know how men swipe? They just nonstop. Non-stop, right, right, they right, right, they right, just right. swipe. They look yeah. at that first picture. They swipe right or left and yeah. move on. Yeah, yeah. They don't. And then after we match, they go back and look at the bio and they're like, oh, mm, right. maybe not. Yeah. And they unmatch. Yeah, I understand. So swiping is the easy part. It's the messaging after that's the hard part. Uh, here, here's a message you could give. H-E-Y. Hey, just... I have done that and been unmatched. Then do that. Then you at least find out if they if they did a if they did random right swipes or if they actually maybe might be into Listen. you. Listen, give me your phone. Listen. All right, what did what did homie say? Well, what just, is, no, 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 stop. What is a super swipe? We didn't oh, finish that. Oh, super swipe. Yeah. So I I don't really know because I think you have to pay. Oh, you, it's uh, the the I'm on the free part of Bumble. Of course, because because why would you invest in your own love life? I understand. Why do I have to? Go ahead. <laughs> Why do I have to pay eight, $10 a month to get a date? What is a super swipe? <laughs> Why do I have to? At Andrea Jordana. Just saying. Uh, hit him up. Um, you know, I really don't know what a super swipe is. Okay. Well, um, let's, see, really, let's see. Really like someone? Question mark. You super swipe to let them know and be shown to them first. So uh, that means... Uh, that means when they super swipe me, yeah. that means that I get to know because Bumble is female driven. Right. So that means I don't know who likes me unless I pay for it or unless I like them and we match. OK. But if he paid, which he either has. Yeah, he's got the subscription. And Hello. It's and a, he super swiped you. He super swiped right, me. I want to see a picture of this dude. OK, hold on. Let me get back to it. <laughs> Welcome to Get Andrea Married with Seth and Andrea. Same. OK. Don't say his name. Don't say his name. He might be your future husband. You don't want this out there. Okay. <laughs> okay, and you can swipe up to read his. Okay. Well, first of all, I know. I know. I mean, I, so I swiped right. I matched with him. Absolutely should. I will. I'll, I'll message him. Okay, this dude. But read his bio. Okay. Because I'm confused about the last line there. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm not gonna say his name. No. Okay. Retired military. Uh-huh. Enjoying an amazing second career. I, let's do it. Do you know what that means? It means that when you retire from the military, you actually get a job outside, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, this uh, apparently is some sort of aviation situation, okay? Um, professional, but I like to be active and enjoy the weekends, okay? One grown child, okay, cool. So you don't have to change diapers, fantastic. Empty nester, ready to take advantage of traveling and focusing on the moment. Okay. And my name is okay? Yeah, so why don't, his, why don't the names match? <laughs> Should, should that be my first question when I message him? Well, let me see if I find another picture. Have you, found, have you looked at other pictures of this guy? Mm-hmm. Okay, he's got a sweet stash. He does have a sweet stash. <laughs> ah. He's kind of a which I like You can't say that. I can't? No, you can't. Only, only one can call another one one. Really? Yeah. No, that's not true. All right. I'm going to look up this video by Tim Minchin, and I will tell you exactly what I'm talking about. Everyone, please stand by. He also has a dog that looks like uh, either a German Shepherd or a Belgian Malinois. And I really just wanted an excuse to say Malinois. (laughs) No? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I am looking up a very specific thing. Okay. Here we go. This is a song called Prejudice by Tim Minchin. Here you go. Couple of G's, an R and an E, an I and an N, 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 N. Just six little letters all jumbled together have caused damage that we may never mend. 
it's important that we all respect That if these people should happen to choose To reclaim the word as their own It doesn't mean the rest of you have a right to its use So never underestimate The power that language imparts Sticks and stones may break your bones But words can break hearts a couple of G's, cheese, unless you've had to live it An R and an E, even I am careful with it An I and an N, in the end it will only offend Don't wanna have to spell it out again The payoff is amazing Just, yeah. just stay with us folks Only a ginger can call another ginger ginger. Only a ginger See, the idea is uh, <laughs> a couple of G's, uh, mm-hmm. an E no, and R, an I and an N, right? And so you think he's going one direction, uh, but he himself is, uh, is a redhead, so he's allowed to sing that song. So uh, he's a funny comedian. If you ever want to look him up, I should stuff. do that. So, um, so what? What the should question. I message this guy? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's get back to. Um, I'm not gonna let you type it. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me see what's going on here. Uh, and yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> this is called. This, listen, this. listen. I let a friend, uh, my friend Jacqueline, shout out Jacqueline, uh, send a message, and that guy unmatched me real fast. Yeah, well, that's because you were like, <laughs> my friend offered me twenty five dollars no, to message you. No, that message is, is totally on creepy. me. <laughs> Creepy, creepy. No, that's not what I said. Yeah, my friend said, said if you... She would give me $25 if I was able to schedule a date with you right now. Yeah, that's creepy. Hey, uh, pod listeners, uh, <laughs> let everyone know how creepy that is. I'm, I've am i never been on a dating app. This is literally like your your dating app is the only dating app I've ever been on. I know. And so uh, I, even that being said, um, if someone walked up to me, like I just, just think about this. If someone walked up to me, uh, at a uh, at a, a music venue and said, "Hey, my friend said she'll give me twenty five dollars if we go out on a date." I'd be like, "That's weird," and then I'd see, you know, whether or not I want to take her out on a date. But I'm a dude, uh, so I'm just saying, <laughs> still creepy, right? Um, no, it's not. It's like a dare, right? That's how I took. That's how I took it. Yeah, I, I suppose. Okay, I what, what would you? Um, do you like camping? I'm asking you. Do, <laughs> do asking. I like camping? Um, as long as I can bring a hotel with me. Okay. Well, that's not how you start off then for sure. Um, cause this dude likes to camp. Um, yeah. I so, like glamping. Okay. Well, um, I, listen, I just like to have a toilet and a shower. Tell him, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now just no. say, uh, just say, um, when we go camping, will you set up my tent? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <Are> you- <laughs> Oh my gosh! All right, well that's how you get a date on Bumble, everybody. All right, let's get into this. Movie we don't about think Jesus. so, because uh, I guarantee you that if you type out what I just said, he will ask you out on a date. Where do you get camping? He doesn't say anything about camping. L- look down. Look, look, he's one picture. He's in a hammock. Another one. He's making a fire. He's like literally in in the woods with his dog. Come on, dude. He, the dude likes to be outside and go camping. 
if we were to go camping, would you would you put up my tent? Okay, that's what I'm gonna put. Is that what you want me to put? Oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> so much. Listen, I have, I have. What, what's I can't the worst say that, that can happen? I can't exactly. What's I can't say what I was thinking. Happen? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, I don't ever have to meet this guy. Yeah, exactly right. If I completely humiliate myself based on your recommendations. Who know? Who cares? I, who, I, none the wiser. I love making uh, making a scene in public, <laughs> knowing <laughs> that I'll never see these people again. You're right. There's a little bit of uh, okay. So, um, if we how am I going to take all of this this past 14 minutes <laughs> and squeeze it down so that we can actually talk about this movie? I but don't I, know. I like where we're at. Maybe it should just be a longer episode this week. I mean, then okay. again, we did listen to three minutes of a music video. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that's your fault. Yeah, that's So if fault. we go camping, will you... Help me with my tent. Help me with my tent. This feels dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Should I put it in emoji? Uh, like nope, a, nope, nope, nothing. No just emojis. that. Question mark. Yes. Just that. Okay. Perfect. Oh, Scent. wait. Is there a camping emoji? Well, there's a there was a tent. Tent emoji. Should I do that? Yeah, I can, put, I can put send a sec- second. second message. It's just a tent. Not the circus tent, right? Uh, <laughs> you might as well. The one outside. That one. Yeah, there you go. I have to send three. I can't just send one, Why? right? I don't know. It's a compulsion. Well, there you go. Okay. All, All right. right. <laughs> By the way, we're gonna keep on with this show. If he texts back while we're recording. We're stopping what we're doing and focusing on that. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. I'll, I'll check I'll check back in in, <laughs> okay. in a few minutes. So on Netflix, there's a show. By the way, did you get Netflix? How I about, did. Yeah, did you actually have to pay for it? I did. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, it's okay. There are a lot of shows on Netflix that I, um, I'm i going to spend the, a month catching up on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll see how it I It takes feel. a long time to get through Suits. I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> Yeah, because you didn't you I've didn't want to lend me your Netflix login because you were gonna mess up I was where gonna I was on, on suits for sure. It's a slog, man. It's fun. It's good. Is it? I mean, there's a literal princess on the show. You know right. what I'm saying? Was she um, a princess when she started? She was not. Was she dating the prince when mm-hmm. she started? Okay, no. I didn't think so. No, um, man, she is very attractive. Yeah, and she's a good actress. Uh, he says ironically okay so um speaking of actresses and actors let's talk about this movie on netflix yes uh called big george foreman yes the reason we're watching this is because it got nominated for a dove award and i was like never heard of that piece of garbage and then uh and then it shows up i forgot that it got nominated for a dove award and i was like we were doing it halfway through i was like why are we watching (laughs) and then you get like close and you're like oh wait a minute yeah only, I is watched this a faith yeah. ba- faith-based movie? Yeah. It kind of is. It kind of is. And it's on Netflix. It's in like the top 10 in Netflix. Yes. It's what like in the dreaming. world? It's I had to, listen, I couldn't do the basic plan to and watch this movie. You had to have the one with no ads in order there's, to get this movie. There's a Netflix with ads? Yes. It's only $6.99 a month. That's what I was going to do. Really? And then I had to upgrade. Oh, I'm so sorry. Sorry. Right. Hey, it's a tax write-off. Okay, so off I all the money. I don't do my taxes like that. All the money that we... I do TurboTax as easy as possible. I'm not getting any money back. You know who else isn't getting their money back? George Foreman, because he lost all this money. (laughs) Let's go. Segway. All right. So, um, all right. Here's the thing. Yeah. This is a, uh, based on a true story. Okay. That's that's what it is. Um, For those of you who don't know, in the 70s, George Foreman, uh, kind of a troublemaker, became Mm -hmm. heavyweight champion. Um, he was in Job Corps 
is kind of like how mm-hmm. how that that went. Learned how to box in Job Corps. Went to the Olympics. One like, gold medal. One gold medal. Um, one gold medal. Why did I say it like that? One one, one a gold medal. Uh, no, he only got one gold medal. That's why you said it that way. Yes. Never be wrong, Andrea. <laughs> Never. Never be wrong. Never. And so, um, anyway, so this, uh, um, he, he becomes heavyweight champion. He is the heavyweight champion. And a guy that he met in uh, Job Corps mm-hmm. becomes his uh, business manager. And uh, I'm just going to give like the quick story because it's out there and, mm-hmm. and we'll kind of get to whether or not you should go watch this movie. Also, we spent so much time listening to Tim mention. So uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I have to cut all that out, aren't I? Probably. About Tim mentioned? No. Okay, cool. So, uh, <laughs> guys, live editing right here. So, um, absolutely not. <laughs> he becomes uh, he becomes a uh, a professional boxer. Did you want me to read the thing? Yeah, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot. I, mean, I forgot the. Custom. I can just go. It seems like you might have it um, under control. Would so. you mind? <laughs> Shut our computer. <laughs> All right, open that back up. We need you. Okay. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and read the uh, synopsis, as is our custom. I'm sorry, I forgot our customs. My mother, she said, son, we all Follow the remarkable life and times of Foreman, from Olympic gold medalist to world heavyweight champion. From the rumble in the jungle fight with Muhammad Ali and Zaire to finding his faith, retiring and becoming a preacher. When financial hardship hits his family and church, he steps back into the ring and regains the championship at 45, becoming the oldest heavyweight champion in boxing history. All right, this is uh, Life by Lost Creek Revival, and it's just on the soundtrack for the movie. That's why I played that one. Okay, um, so when I when I thought when I thought it was Big George Foreman, um, I thought it was going to be uh, him selling his little grills. You know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, they don't even talk about that at all. That's like an afterthought. They mm-hmm. kind of throw away line. That little grill thing you got get really picked up. You yeah. know, but that's really there's a lot of people who only know him as the George Foreman grill guy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, but no, he came back, um, you know, at 45, won another heavyweight championship, had to, because he was out of money. He had no money. Because the guy who he put in charge of his money stole it all, or put it in bad investments. Put it in bad investments. They were all risks. They oh, were all a gamble. Sure. sure. It's probably a liability to say that he stole it in the movie. I'm just saying. Probably. Yeah. Um, but it also talks about how he died in the boxing ring. And by the way, the way that this movie starts is phenomenal. I absolutely love the way this movie starts. I was 28 years old when I died. There it is. Just, mm-hmm. I was 28 years old when I died. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm in. Like immediately I'm I was like, I'm invested. What, what's going on? Um, but he dies and has an encounter with Jesus while he's dead and comes back and, uh, says, I'm done fighting and I'm going to become a preacher. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. That's what he does. That's what he does. All right. There's the whole, there's the whole movie. That's it. That's it. Listen, the first hour of this movie mm-hmm. felt like an eternity. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first hour of it. So I started this movie last night. Oh, okay. So at least one Andrea sleeps is what I'm hearing. Well, I stopped it before 
you fell the asleep. sleep okay. happened because I knew that it was going to happen. Okay. Um, and so I stopped it and it was, it was one hour in and I thought, okay, I will finish watching the rest of this in the morning before we record. Yeah. 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 So and did you get to the rumble in the jungle before you stopped? Did you get to Muhammad Ali last night? Yes. Okay. But cause that was the one where they did all the slow-mo, right? There's a lot of slow-mo. A lot of slow-mo. That's where I went. I'm, it, I'm out. Do you want to know why? Why? Because Muhammad Ali was so fast. There's no way that anybody is going to try to make it. So you have to do slow-mo to make it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and because that wasn't actually Muhammad Ali. In the movie. No, 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 no. I'm saying <laughs> an actor can't mm-hmm. do what he did. Oh, right, right, right. So the way you shoot it is to make it look like he's really fast. Right. But instead, you know, it's just. Yeah. I mean, they did uh, spend a long time on that rope-a-dope. They were like, like they, mm-hmm. they I felt like we watched Every round in its fullness. Yes. Yeah. And and like every minute of his life, it felt like they were showing every minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, there were, there were things that went, ha- that happened in the first hour that I'm going, why, yeah. why is this being included? Yeah. Um, but then this morning yeah. I got up and I was like, okay, I've got some laundry to fold. I need to change the sheets. I'm going to watch the rest of that movie. Sure. I got drawn in. Yeah. All of a sudden I'm like, oh. Maybe I like George Foreman. Well, because there was an encounter with Jesus. Who kn- that had to have been it. Could it be that an encounter with Jesus is the, is way more compelling than boxing? I think so. Could it be? I mean, there's been other boxing movies. Sure. And you I know. like boxing. Sure. I, I did kickboxing for a while and, and thinking about going back to it. I think it's great. It's a great sport. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah. It's a sport. It's got rules. It's got rules. Re- <laughs> <laughs> kept saying it. It ain't fighting, mama. It's a sport. They got rules. They got rules. I didn't like his mama in the movie. Okay. She was a little. She's just an unlikable character. She was a little uh, self-righteous. Well, yes. <laughs> I'm talking about the character in the movie. Yes. Probably may, may not have been that way. Um, I did wonder as I was watching how much of this was um, evangelism. Um, Nope, keeping it in. How much of this was <laughs> <laughs> evangelistic? How do how do I say that word? Evangelistic. Evangelistically speaking. Okay. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How much of this was evangelistically speaking? Okay. Because I know a little something about evangelistically speaking. <laughs> Except saying it. <laughs> right. I can't say it, but I do know what it is. And I did wonder. There were a couple of things that made me go. Not sure that happened exactly oh, that way. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. So you're talking about the fact that uh, you you may have a friendship with someone who never likes the. Let, let the <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope, it even in it. Darn it! Uh, <laughs> never lets the facts get in the way of a good story. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. I have a few friends like that. Yeah, yeah. And maybe well, some family members. One right across the table from <laughs> you. <laughs> so. Listen, I didn't say it. <laughs> No, it's listen. It's my uh, again. It's my threeness. We're just gonna <laughs> don't let the facts get in the way. Listen, put on a good. I show. have a goal, yeah. and my goal is to tell a good story. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. It no is. doubt about it. Hey, a little side note. Uh-huh. Um, so I got the road back to you, which is a study of the Enneagram. Uh huh. And it's a faith. It's like kind of from like a faith based standpoint, mm-hmm. and um, 
I didn't, I, I went through first chapter, second chapter, third chapter actually starts talking about the numbers and they break it up into triads. It starts with the eights and then, mm-hmm. you know, the, the triad of eight, nine, one and two, three, four. So it kind of does all the, all the triads. And so I listened to the eight, obviously, cause I gotta, you know, get some ammunition and, um, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's cause you want to learn how to love your wife. That's exactly better. right. Can I tell you something? I was heartbroken listening oh. to that of like, oh man, I have not loved my wife mm-hmm. well. And so I was like, man, if that was that um, enlightening for me, mm-hmm. what is the three going to tell Ooh. me about myself? And so I, uh, I, I listened to nine because there's a, a nine in my life that needs some, needs some love as well. And I was like, okay, how do I love them better? And then, um, and then I was going to just kind of go through and uh-huh. I just, then I, my threeness made me skip to skip to mm-hmm. that chapter. Yeah, that tracks up. Yeah. You and know, there's a two in your life too. Do you not care about I'll listening go back. to that? And, um, <laughs> and so the, uh, the, uh, it, uh, I don't like this book anymore. <laughs> I just don't like it at all. It's, it's inappropriate. Mm. I'm saying it's an inappropriate. Did read it hurt your people. feelings? Yeah, it did. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and I've never felt more seen and like a fraud at the same at time. At the same time, yeah. They say that, uh, threes in America are like alcoholics living above a saloon. That's what, that's what it is. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because the amount of performance that's needed every day yes. on a three and just like, who am I as a real person? Yes. Now, the fact that like uh, when I tell people like, oh, that's character Seth. Every Seth is character Seth, just a different character. There's so many freaking masks that I don't have a real face. Like that's, that is what a hel- like an unhealthy three goes through. Yeah. And so like all the work that I've done on myself, but also it's like threes have, are not in touch with their emotions at all. And I'm like, not this one. And they're like, unless you're a wing four. Well, crap. <laughs> so, so there I am. Um, it's a, it's a difficult, uh, it's a difficult thing. Okay. I cannot wait for you to listen, to go back and listen to the two. Yeah. I've not read this book, so I guess I probably should get it. Um, give yeah, it a try. Yeah, yeah, listen, so, I already know all the things that hurt a two's feelings. Well, it, yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> from my understanding, again, mm-hmm. I need to go back. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the, it's the, I'm, I will go above and beyond to serve anyone else that I can. Mm-hmm. And be, it up to, and including neglecting myself. Mm-hmm. And then I will resent people for not loving me in the same way that I've loved them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and all I want. Yeah. I, I don't need public recognition. I just need. I just need some words of encouragement. Yeah. I just need some thank yous. Yeah. And I don't get enough. Yeah. Well, thank you. As a two. Thank you for reading the synopsis. And I'm sorry for not <laughs> giving you an opportunity to do so. so, so sorry. So. Very sorry. Uh, okay. Should be. <clears throat> Thank you. So, George Foreman. And George so, <laughs> Foreman. So he becomes a preacher. And by the way, um, I don't know that anybody who has uh, who wrote wrote this movie has ever actually um, heard a sermon before, because everything that he was is like, I'm preaching for Jesus, glory to God, and and, and you should love Jesus, hallelujah. And, uh, and there is a Bible and glory to God. It's just very much like is. there is no, there is no preaching really oh, in this man. movie at all. It was just, you know, uh, which by the way, uh, a lot of churches. So anyway, we'll just keep going. Um, so Did George Foreman uh, narrate this himself. Was that him talking? Oh, I don't think so. He's not dead. Did you? No. Okay. No. 
Uh, is he? No, he's Juan, not. Are you breaking news right now? No, I just <laughs> checked. He's not dead. No, 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 no. He, 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 he did not. So, um, he did not go see Jesus yet. Well, he did once, but he came back. Right, but he came back. <laughs> yeah. So he's just once. I'm just saying he died. So. He died when he was 28. Oh, we're so off the rails. Anyway, um, we started off the rails. <laughs> fair. Um, here's the deal. He he's out of money, and the youth center that he uh, that he started had to you know had to get shut down and then so he went and then he started making money fighting again and then he sold the grills and now he's good that's the story that it, it like really that's that's really the story. that's it that's that's the story um the most compelling part was the credits yes because it did the christian movie trope of this this is based off a real event, so let's show you pictures against pictures, and this is what's going on, mm-hmm. and this is what's happening. Um, I thought the most compelling part was um, the the body transformation from young George Foreman to uh, to big George Foreman. Like mm-hmm. the actor, it looked like a completely different person. I know, but it wasn't. It was the same. It's crazy. Impressive. Yeah, it was very impressive. I don't know if uh, I don't know if that was makeup or if they just like waited a year to shoot the second part. <laughs> Be like, hey, you can have donuts now. <laughs> um, I did. I actually did find how the physical transformation happened. Mm, donuts. The don- donuts are great, <laughs> actually. Um, apparently, the director did not want to use a fat suit or visual effects. Yeah. And so they, the filming was split into two blocks, and they waited six weeks so that Chris Davis could bulk up. Six weeks. And he went from two twenty-five to two seventy-five. In six in weeks? In six weeks, eventually ending up at around 282. Oh. He was consuming 7,000 calories a day. Bro. That's unhealthy. That's dangerous. That's not good. The first hour, it felt like they were trying really hard. They were yeah. trying really hard with some of the funny lines, with, yeah. you know, trying to trying to accomplish something in that first hour that they were just not quite there. Yeah. The second hour, everything felt more... Um, organic and more mm, okay. Like there, there were some one-liners, and right now I can't remember any of them because yeah. I should have written them down and I didn't. But I was folding laundry. Um, there were some one-liners that were really great, and like it, it didn't feel quite so forced. Yeah, like the first hour. Did. I agree. I agree. Um, okay, were there any actors that surprised you in here? I mean, I'll be honest with you. Forrest Whitaker threw me off. I, I was, was like, whoa. H- how'd they get him? Oh, an actual. And so he plays uh, Doc Brodus, who mm-hmm. is uh, kind of the trainer that actually um, discovers George in the first place. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about Chris Davis, who plays, uh, who, who plays George Foreman. By the way, Chris spelled K-H-R-I-S. <laughs> I mean, just a real solid, solid choice there. Um, if I had ever watched Atlanta or Judas and the Black Messiah or the blacklist or Detroit, maybe Space I would. Space Jam, a new legacy. He's no, no, I, he's. I doubt it. He's probably a voice. There was actually there was actually two more that I knew. One was uh, Matthew Clave, who played Howard Cosell, and uh, I was like, oh, dude, what what do I know that guy in? And, and I was like, I I I just kept looking and kept looking and kept looking, and uh, and then I realized that it was uh, he was in Suits. He was a lawyer <laughs> in Suits. So that was fun. And then who was he in this movie? Howard Cosell. You know, you know, Howard Cosell, like the, the announcer. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 
and then the uh, Sam Trammell is the preacher. Um, the he was the literally had one literally one line. Yeah, and it just really threw me off because this dude I know from uh, True Blood was what he was famous in. He okay, yeah, he played. I think I think his name was Sam in True Blood as well. Um, so he owned the bar that Sookie worked in. Sookie. Um, so that's, uh, but he was also in Breakthrough. He was the doctor in Breakthrough, uh, which we have reviewed also on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like a lot of other things, I was like, oh, there's that guy. So um, anyway. Um, the guy who played Muhammad Ali, Sullivan Jones, mm-hmm. is not ugly. Is he on Bubble? I don't know. You should look him up. Okay. I, that's not how Bumble works. I can't look up people. This I'll, is why I let my friends I'll never understand. swipe because y- we don't understand. You don't understand. Yeah. And you don't, you don't, um, he's got an Instagram though, right? You like you, I'm sure you could add him just straight up, like just slide into his DMS. Be like, I, I appreciated you in this movie. Thank you for your ministry. <laughs> Would you like to go camping? <laughs> <laughs> that's fun all right um Jeez. all right what'd you think what'd you think of the movie you know like i said it the first hour was rough now i may maybe i was just tired last night but I, it really picked up in the second hour and it had some had some good moments some enjoyable moments and overall i think it was fine i think i'd probably give it a six or a seven out of ten. Uh, oh. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not the worst one I've ever watched for this show, for this this yeah, podcast. It's definitely not the best either. But uh, okay, okay. Uh, we've also got a couple of one star reviews. Let's just uh, let's just look at it. Very basic, unimaginative rush through his life story, <clears throat> sir. Uh, did you just say it was a rush through <laughs> his life story? This was a two and a half hour movie. <laughs> What are we doing? The dialogue and action contains very little subtlety. Well, this is true. And leaves nothing to the imagination. Also You're not very wrong. True. But also, that's, I think that was kind of how they wrote George, is kind of like a bumbling idiot. I kind of felt like he was uh, almost going to be in the Green Mile. You understand what I'm saying? Like yes. Yes. Very, yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just very straightforward portrayal of the events of his life. There is nothing to accentuate or highlight the key moments. Well, that's because there's no, you, you can't highlight an entire page. And so mm-hmm. all, if it was important, they showed the whole thing. Yeah. They showed the yeah. whole stinking thing. For example, his training montage was performed to whip it. Not the most thrilling track. This is, this is, this is, by the way, I feel like this person should be on the show because they're giving way better critique than we did. Um, his spectacular knockout of Michael Moore depicts none of the strategy that went into it. Something that fight fans would have loved to seen. This is one of those corny made for TV movies. And I'm just going to say, sir, you were wrong. This is not a corny made-for-TV movie. Now, could they show it on TV? They sure could mm-hmm. because uh, they didn't, like, put any of the, like, like they made uh, innuendo to the fact that he had, like, affairs or that his eyes would wander and those mm-hmm. types of things. Um, but uh, there was no profanity, really. There's no, I mean, it was a it was a safe movie. Would you show mm-hmm. this to your parents? Um. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't have any problem showing this to my parents. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'd have a problem showing it to the kids. I don't think my parents would... Maybe it particularly enjoy it. No, my parents, my, my kids would like bounce out within that first hour <laughs> for sure. Cause it, it does get kind of slow. Um, you know what movie I did take my kids to go sh- see? Uh, no, please tell me. It uh. was Gran Turismo. Are you familiar with this movie? 
I've heard of, it's a racing movie, right? It is a racing movie. Look so at me. It's a it's a movie based off of a real life event again, where the um, there's a racing simulator called Gran Turismo that mm-hmm. you know people can play, and they did a contest that said if uh, if you win, you know this contest, you get to actually become a race car driver for for Nissan, and so it's the story of the guy who did that. Mm-hmm. And so very, very cool. Uh, we went to the theater and saw it on, a, on the big screen and we sat in the D box seats. You know what mm-hmm. D box are? They're like the surround sound, right? Like um, you're fully. No, not only that, the seats move. The seats move? Yeah. So when the car <gasps> rumbles, your seat rumbles. When, I go. When, when, you're, when the car goes left, you go left and go right. Like it was yes. a very, very cool experience. Sign very me cool up. That sounds amazing. Uh, if you uh, go to a D box movie and you watch Big George Foreman, uh, someone comes by and punches you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Anyway, um, was and there? You a, get sprayed in the in the face with blood and sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry, you I just, right? just made myself sick. Hey, you know. <laughs> oh no! <sighs> the rails are so far. Look to your left. Those are the rails. We are no longer on. We them. are no longer on them. <laughs> so. Um, so anyway, uh, this the big George Foreman. Let's uh, let's just kind of. I mean, was there a Bible reading montage? Yes. Was there a mom has cancer? Well, they had baby no. die. They had b- baby yes. sick. So yes. same type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, crying in the rain. Yeah, they had you know the uh-huh. whole crying out to Jesus in the rain thing. Um, yeah, I think that overall, I feel like this is a Christian movie. Yeah. Was there so. a magical black man? Yeah, there were, yeah. <laughs> like, there was, Seth, there was a Zolf. So Seth, did you watch this movie? Did we watch the same movie? movie? But who was magical? Come on, it's Forrest Whitaker, it's right? It's Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. He's always magical. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, somebody needs to uh, enchant that eye. <laughs> Get that, get that, get that eye up. That, get, that man wants to be magical. Somebody needs to be a little, uh, bibbidi bobbidi, bibbidi bobbidi boop. See if, see if we get that eye to come back up. Oh, no. I'm just saying like one of those eyes doesn't mind working and the other one is a little lazy. Gosh, so dumb. Um, what, what is this show? I don't even know anymore. Uh, I I did I did want to say because he um, he did fight with Evander Holyfield yeah and I was always an Evander Holyfield fan yeah he's a good looking guy yeah and I do appreciate the fa- that that's the only kind of CGI they didn't get another actor for Evander which I kind of appreciate yeah. I was like yeah that guy should kind of keep his own thing <sighs> all right um all right so watch this movie it's on Netflix it's free yeah. unless you aren't signed up for Netflix in which case I'm sorry and then apparently you can't get the one with commercials Netflix has commercials yes this is so strange all right let's get into the B <laughs> oh, are we done with this movie we don't have okay for sure. ah! fundamentalist Christian family takes trip to see the Hoover darn <laughs> I mean, it's Labor Day. Maybe people want to go see a darn. I don't know. <laughs> see a darn. The, Hend- <laughs> the Hendersons may have chosen to homeschool their children from the time they were two years old, but that doesn't mean their little ones don't get to participate in real school experiences like field trips. For this semester's trip, Adam, Mary, and Esther Henderson are going to the uh, amazing once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see the legendary Hoover Darn. 
Completed in 1936, the Hoover Darn, originally named the Boulder Darn, is a wonder of modern architecture and the perfect means by which, Jan- uh, I was going to say Janice, but it's Janice. It's clearly Janice. <laughs> Janice Henderson can show her children the hubris of mankind. This semester, we're studying the Tower of Babel from Genesis 11, says Henderson, who left her job as a stay-at-home wife several years ago in order to school her children. That's a weird thing to say. She left her job as a stay-at-home wife several years ago in order to school her children. There's a problem there. (laughs) Nothing in our hometown of Searchlight, Nevada, could quite match up to the Hoover Darn in terms of sheer defiance of the Lord's will. Oh, geez. Um, I, I will say it's the funniest thing in the world. Whenever um, your like your your nieces and nephews and kids and everything else like that, they realize that um, that the thing that stops the water mm-hmm. it, it, that it's pronounced the same way as a swear, mm-hmm. and then it's like, um, how many times can we say this? Right, exactly right. Like, what? How can how can we get away with with saying uh, darn? All right, uh, that's the beat. Oh no, not the beat! Not the beat! Ah! Andre, what's your not for me? So my not for me is... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My not for me is that I noticed that people are saying saying a particular word a way that I've never never noticed before. Okay. This is how people say it. How do you say the word T-H-E-A-T-E-R? Theater. Theater? Theater. You do not. Theater. Go to the movie theater. Is that how you say it? No, it's not. You just, no, it's not. I have always said theater. We're going to the theater. It's going to the movie theater. It's a theater. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're just completely ignoring that A? No, the A is a bossy A that makes the E sound, sound long. It's a theater. It's a theater. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a theater. You're just doing this to drive me nuts, aren't no, you? No, no, I swear. I How swear. did you know that's what I was going to no, no. No, I thought you were going to say theater, that people say it theater. No, they say theater. The- it's not a theater. It's a theater. Yes, it's it is. It's a theater. No, you go to the movie theater. Okay, you said it right then. The- no, movie theater. <laughs> no. Should we go see a it's play? It's not a theater because the- it's an E-R in the end, not an O-R. Should it's we a go theater? Uh, uh, would you like to go see the newest musical in the theater? It's not a theater. Mm. It's a theater. 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 <laughs> theater. It's not three syllables. It's th- it's theater. Bro. Bro. That is not for me. It is a theater. Theater. People who say theater. What's wrong with you guys? Theater. Theater. Okay, it's theater. It's theater. Yes. Theater. Theater. Movie theater. Not a movie theater. Uh, I'm just kind of speeding past the uh part of it. <laughs> theater. Why do you have to make that face? Theater. <laughs> what do I look a little bit like Big George Forb? Theater. You look a little constipated. <laughs> well, uh, so like, uh, okay. Theater. 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 <laughs> theater. Okay. Wow, theater. Man, vindication is amazing. Goodness gracious, that's the worst. Theater. Okay. So what's your not for me? Being wrong? Finding this out? Being wrong? No, I don't be wrong. I I was saying it. I was just saying it really quick. I'm never wrong. Um, (laughs) 
here is my uh, not for me. I was on a plane this week and um, I, I was sitting in the aisle seat. Now, I, I sit in the aisle seat because I'm a large fella. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a large fella. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever seen me. I'm a big guy. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And so, um, so I sit in the aisle uh, for two reasons. One is that um, I need the extra space to kind of fall out into the aisle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then two is because um, I, some, sometimes I got to pee and I don't want to have other people move because your boy's got to urinate. So <laughs> you don't like the word urinate? Is this, is it, we, now now we're, we're, we're worried about words now all of a sudden? Okay, cool. Well, you just keep your uh, theater to yourself. Okay, so by the way, every time I go to the movie theater, I have to pee. Like I, I can't sit through a movie. That's not, I, I can go a day without having to pee. As soon as I sit down and go like at a movie theater for whatever reason. Did I say it right that time? Mm-hmm. Dang it. Um, you know what? Play it back. Maybe I did. Theater. And then... Um, when I, uh, but like, I can't make it through a movie. I can't yeah. make it, I can't make it two hours through a movie with like, it's crazy. Okay. Can you do that if you're at home? Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Yeah. Like I don't have a bladder issue. I have a theater issue. <laughs> you okay? Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, so there is a button on every armrest, um, aisle armrest that that can make the armrest go up. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you're on an airplane, normally the ones in the middle, real easy to lift up and down. The ones on the aisle, they don't want up and down because they need to kind of keep you in your space. Mm-hmm. Right. But I know where that one's at. So I always got to pick it up a little bit and little, little, can hang it out. But I don't do that until everybody's on the plane because sure. I don't want people hitting me when mm-hmm. they walk by. So while people are getting on the plane, I think very thin thoughts. Okay. Very, mm-hmm. very slender thoughts. My, my knees are touching. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm together. Um, it bothers me when people don't realize that a backpack is an extension of your body that's attached to you. So if you turn, I'm getting knocked in the face. It's terrible. Just consistently getting knocked mm-hmm. in the face. It's just, it's just, and so my favorite though happened this week mm-hmm. when uh, this guy, completely oblivious and unaware, just hits me square in the face mm-hmm. with his backpack and his wife was behind him. She goes, Charles. <laughs> What's his name? Charles? Charles. And he kind of turned around and him turning around, like made it do it again. I was like, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> she goes, you're hitting people with your bag, Charles. I was like, yeah, Chucky. Get on back to the back. <laughs> is her name Betty? I bet it was. Uh, who, no, it was probably Caitlin. You know, just think of what a Caitlin looks like. Now try to spell it. You spelled it wrong. Whatever you thought, it's wrong. K-A-T-E-L-Y-N-N-E. No, 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 no. Why would you put two N's? Everything else was perfect. The two N's. All right. Um, that's my not for me. So it's people, just, just people like forgetting that yeah. a backpack is on top. It's like it's attached to you. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like you have to mind the, mind the bag. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's all you're saying. All right. Uh, do we ever get anything back from Mr. Bumble? I don't think so. He hasn't unmatched yet, so that's good. It's always a always a plus. Okay. <laughs> that's a show. But listen, our thoughts and opinions don't have to be the final word to listener. We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions about, uh, you know, Big George Foreman or, uh, you know, whether or not you can... Uh, use the G word if you're not a G word um, you know those types of things from the 
the thing that mm-hmm, we played mm-hmm, earlier mm-hmm. or Andrea's Dating Life or anything else like that. Just tell us your thoughts. If you want to like try to become part of Andrea's Dating Life, it's at Andrea Georgiana. I'll just make sure that it's like in the show notes there for you this week. Um, <laughs> what comes next in this? <laughs> you can find us on social media. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook and Instagram. I think we need to make a TikTok. We need to do some TikTok trends. Okay. <laughs> sure. I'm in. 100%. Nothing better than a 42-year-old man doing TikTok trends. It's fantastic. Absolutely. Hey, listen, if you love the show, you should tell people about it. That's the yes. that's a great way to do it. You can support the show financially at patreon.com slash dropping Sunday. If you want to support the merch, you can go to droppingsunday.com slash merch. If you want to support the show non-financially, tell your friends and family, subscribe. Do Leave all, a comment. Leave, all, all of those things. They help out. Just say, hey, listen, there's this great show. The hosts are very uh, amazing and also humble. And they would love for you to uh, <laughs> listen and, and just, just share the love because we're going to be back next week with a whole other thing. Yeah, we are. Until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. Theater.